right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. You know what time it is. It's another edition of the one and only Fan in the Van podcast time. And oof, before I get into the topic at hand here, because I think we all seen what happened yesterday, um, we got to get into, obviously, Yankees baseball. And even before that, we got to get into the knockout heard around the world. Uh, Tim Anderson finally got his ass handed to him. One of the biggest jerk-offs in Major League Baseball uh, got met with a right hook by none other than the Cleveland Guardians' own Jose Ramirez. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. It was more hard-hitting than a friggin' rigged celebrity boxing match with Jake Paul and whoever he boxes next. Um, it is... It, it was one that I was surprised the umpire moved to the side and said, you you guys want to do the damn thing? Do it. Knock each other out. I don't care. Uh, obviously, it comes with suspensions, with Ramirez getting like six games. Anderson gets three. I guess they did that out of sympathy for getting knocked the fuck out. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, guys have told Tim Anderson over the course of his career that he plays the game disrespectfully, you know, that he does things that get under people's skin. I mean, you know, we've seen the incident with deep is probably the only time you ever see me or hear me defend uh, Josh Donaldson where he, you know, that whole incident where, you know, he says what is friggin Josh Donaldson think he is. He thinks he's Jackie Robinson or something like that, or however it went. I forget because it was some time ago. Um, you know, we've seen the, you know, you've seen clips of him, you know, standing at first base, uh, you know, when the, you know, when the White Sox are getting booed and he's just mouthing, I hate this fucking place. You know, is Tim Anderson a decent baseball player? He is, but is he a fucking nozzle? He absolutely is. And I don't blame Jose Ramirez for doing what he did. Did it have to go to that length? No, but I think, and one would hope that this would lead to, you know, Tim Anderson maybe changing the way he plays a bit, maybe the way he approaches certain things. But again, who knows? It may or may not. Um, And that's a definite wait and see on that one. And the and the, the the announcing of it was just great. It was like Howard Cosell's down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. Uh, I forget who the guy is that calls the uh, Guardians games. But uh, he was like, down goes Anderson, down goes Anderson. And now you see Guardians fans with number 11 jerseys. Instead of saying Ramirez, they say down goes Anderson. Um, to think one soundbite now has created... Jersey sales is amazing, but hey, uh, Tim Anderson totally deserved it. Um, I'm surprised it hasn't happened to him sooner. I think Jose Ramirez has just had enough considering the fact him and Ramirez have already had issues and Ramirez has told him before that pretty much he's a dirty player and he needs to cut the shit or one day somebody's going to knock you out. That day came and it happened to be Jose Ramirez. Um, So, that you know, that was a great thing to see. But we got to jump into Yankees baseball. The only team I know that in two days can get walked in a combined 20-plus times and can't put up runs. 
I want to know what I want to know what this Yankees team would be like if they were in a room full of sure things. And for those who don't know what a sure thing is, uh, that's somebody who will easily sleep with you where you literally have to put in no work. Um, and I bet the Yankees couldn't even score with that. They would probably leave men stranded in, in, in even that situation. Um, you know, again, Sunday, you know, obviously we know Angel Hernandez it came back to umpiring uh, not too long ago. Uh, so obviously we didn't escape a full year without that fucking nozzle. But this isn't why the Yankees lost. People can sit there and say that Laz Diaz is the reason why we lost last night. And everybody can love the Boone ejection. Him drawing where the you know where he's calling strike three and it's way off the plate and mimicking, you know, Laz Diaz's, you know, your out call and, and all that stuff. That's great. Okay. Freaking that's great for sound bites. It's great for your little TikTok pages. Uh, that's great if you want to do video edits and turn it into a rap song. That's all well and good. You can call it a showman, uh, you know, a showman's act. You can call it a comedic act. You can call it what you want. Okay. I understand Boone's gonna go out there, he's gonna defend his guys when they get bad calls against him. And I commend I commend that. I absolutely do. But when that's being talked about more than the fact of how bad the Yankees are, the fact that on Saturday, Gene Carlos Stanton couldn't freaking score from second base. Not only that, why are you sending him? This is why I've been screaming for weeks. You need, you need to get rid of this coaching staff. Gene Carlos Stanton is afraid to hustle because he's afraid he's going to freaking like pull a fucking toenail or something. Okay. If you know he's not going to be able to score from second, then don't send him. Okay, I don't know what Luis Rojas is thinking there. And I don't know what Stanton was thinking. What was he trying to do to freaking two-step with the catcher? And maybe try to catch him off guard and sneak a foot in there? But not for nothing, Stanton. You're six foot freaking five. And you're built like a brick house. Just barrel into him. Do something. Do something that's within the rules of baseball that could get him to, to freaking get to, to make him lose control of the ball. And you score there. Hell, I don't even care if you gave him a fucking Hulk Hogan big boot there. I don't give a shit. Just do something. Just do something. My God. But the Yankees can't score when they walk. They can't score when they hit. They can't score if they're in a room with a short thing. It, it, it's sad that this is what... What Yankees baseball is at this point in time, in, in, you know, in this year, at least. We don't know what 2024 is going to bring, but it's probably going to be more of the same bullshit. Now, to the topic at hand, because I could bash Yankee baseball all day long right now, and I've done it for weeks, and I'm not doing it again, at least not until uh, me and Brent get together and do it, uh, you know, as a duo. Um, <laughs> but... For those who, obviously, for everybody in the world that's on Twitter, if you want to know what free Kevin Brown is about, uh, the Orioles announcer last night was suspended and taken off the broadcast team by the ownership of the Orioles for speaking truthful facts. Nothing controversial at all. I had to watch this video like three times. To see, maybe if I missed something, maybe did he slip a slur in there that we didn't hear? Um, no, all he talked about was how the Orioles aren't that good against the Rays. 
And he gets suspended and taken out of the booth by John P. Angelos and company. And yet you have the Yankees and Mets, right? Michael Kay, and then whoever else is calling a game, whether it's Jeff Nelson or it's Paul O'Neill or it's John Flaherty, you know, whoever it is. You have the Mets, Gary, Keith, and Ron. All of them are very outspoken. And all of them have spoken about both their both franchises being bad on the air, on TV, with no repercussions. Right? If you live in the New York area, you've heard it. We've seen it. So why, when Kevin Brown of the Baltimore Orioles announced team speaks about facts that are put up on a screen, mind you, they're put up on the TV screen. Why is this man suspended? Why is it that the Orioles feel that this man can't have a voice? It's not like he's sitting there and bashing the franchise for how bad they've been for over a decade till now. He's not doing that. All he's saying is, yeah, every time we play, pretty much to, to, to sum it up, he's saying... What everybody already knows, and even Orioles fans, that we're not that good against the Rays. You know, we have a losing record against them. You know, the last, whatever, 20-something games where three out of whatever it is. Okay? That's all he's saying. So I don't know where John P. Angelos and the ownership and the rest of the Orioles brass gets all butthurt about that. Why? Because now all of a sudden they, they, they're slowly turning into this winning franchise and so now you can't speak ill of bad things on a broadcast? Like, what's next? John Piangelos is going to unsuspend him and then he's going to go to him with a script like it's WWE where it's going to be in segments where it's like, okay, from this time frame to this time frame, I want you to talk about all the great moves I've made. And then in this segment to this segment, we're going to discuss this. And we're not going to discuss anything bad about the Baltimore Orioles because we don't want the fans to know how bad we've been for so long. But they know. But they know. And the support that Kevin Brown has gotten throughout not just Major League Baseball, but even outside of sports is quite amazing. I mean... Gary Gary Cohen last night, Gary Apple, whatever the fuck his last name is, I always forget. Okay, he obliterated the Orioles for it. Uh, the White Sox announcer last night was saying something, and he goes, "I hope the Orioles management doesn't suspend me." I every team in Major League Baseball, their announced team took their shots, and the fans are, you know, they, they, they want MLB to get involved. You know, other teams, commentators want the MLB to get involved because this is not right. You, people could sit there and say the team has a right to censor what's said. Okay. Let's play that. Let's play that card. If they censored what announcers can and cannot say, this is what you would hear all game. Ball one. Strike one. There's a single. 
There's a double. He just stole second. Oh, look. There's Aaron Boone arguing with the ump. But we can't say anything because we're censored. That's what you would hear. It would be boring, bland baseball. And it's bad enough that people think baseball's boring as it is now. Like on Sunday, on Sunday, the Yankees uh, Astros game was on Amazon Prime. And this is kind of this kind of goes into the topic of hand. So obviously they're talking about Angel Hernandez, and Jeff Nelson was kind of, you know, taking his subtle shots without you knowing he's doing it, but he's taking his shots at Angel Hernandez, you know, from back in his playing days. You know, Michael Kay got asked by a fan on Twitter yesterday, have the Yankees ever tried to censor you? And he goes, no, it's gotten back to them of what I've said about the franchise. They weren't happy about it, but they know it's part of my job of not only being an announcer, but being in the sports radio media. I have to discuss the things that are going on. And if they wanted to censor me, that's fine. But I'm pretty much what he's saying is to paraphrase, I'm not going to quote, unquote, um, but to paraphrase, he's pretty much saying Michael Kay is going to say what Michael Kay wants to say. And Kevin Brown, again, is, in, is not in the wrong here. The Orioles management is in the wrong for doing this to this guy. And from what I hear, he's one of the nicest guys in the world. And you know what they say? Nicest guys are the ones that always get fucked. It's not like he came out there and said, you know, this Orioles franchise sucks since the days of Ripken. And no shocker that we're bad against the Rays. We're bad against everybody. Now, if he came out and said that, that's different. If he came out and did what the A's, with the with the former Oakland A's commentator did, you know, with the whole racial slur thing on TV, with the whole, you know, the, you know, with the whole Negro Baseball uh, Hall of Fame, and he said something else that he shouldn't have said, that nobody should ever say. Um, and then... It took, what, like two weeks to finally fire him? And that's way worse than Kevin Brown discussing how the Orioles are bad against one Major League Baseball team this year? Yeah. Quite stupid, isn't it? <laughs> that's what it is. And listen, the Orioles are a team that, you know... Let's be honest, and I know, and I know, Aaron, at brutally honest, is is an Orioles fan, and I'm sure he'll agree. And he knows his team hasn't been good for some time, and you know, and now he, you know, and that, that now they're a good, you know, now I wouldn't say they're a great team, but they're a good team. You know, they called up the right kids at the right time. It's all clicking. You know, do they have the sexiest names on the team? No, but you want to know what? They're winning because they're doing what they're supposed to do, unlike the Yankees, is they're scoring when they walk and they're scoring with runners in, in, in scoring position. You know, they, you know the, the, the pitchers are getting them through just enough where they don't have to burn out the bullpen. You know, they don't have the, you know, the drama that surrounds the Yankees and the Mets right now. Okay. The Orioles are a team in the AL East that I can actually respect where if they were playing the Red Sox, again, because they're playing the Red Sox, like, let's just say, I can actually root for the Orioles to win. You know, and, you know, if they're playing the, you know, they're playing the Rays, I'd rather have the Orioles win than the Rays. Obviously, if they're playing the Blue Jays, I'd rather have the Orioles win. 
But if they're playing the Yankees, of course I'd rather have the Yankees smack them around. But we, as we've seen, that ain't happening no more. Um, it's not a sure thing when Baltimore comes to town or when we take over Camden Yards. And that's a good thing because now it's more competitive. So what happens next when Kevin Brown is unsuspended eventually? Because you will have to do that because this will gain so much traction because it already has. That MLB will have to step in and MLB will watch what Kevin Brown said. And they will go to John P. Angelos and say, what did he do wrong? Assuming Rod Manfred actually knows how to watch a TV and knows what to listen for. And they're then going to say, this man shouldn't be suspended. And then he'll be unsuspended. But here's the thing. When the Orioles play another AL East team and there's facts to be discussed, is he going to be afraid now to discuss it or is he going to kind of sugarcoat it to what they want it to be, how they want it to be portrayed on TV? You know, and there was, I think it was Michael Kay that said it or maybe, or, or maybe uh, the SMY broadcast team of Keith, Gary, and, uh, and Ron Darling, where, hey, if the Orioles don't want Kevin Brown to be an announcer for their team, the rest of MLB will take him. There's, there's a ton of MLB teams that would take this guy in a heartbeat. I've never, I've never heard Kevin Brown call a game, I'll be honest with you, so I don't know how he is. I don't know if he's entertaining to where he makes you want to continue to watch the game, or it's like, oh, this motherfucker's so boring, I gotta just... Freaking, you know, it, 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 it just sucks when people in management and ownership have these power trips and it's like, you know, you will say what I want you to say. Like last I checked, I understand it's a job you work for. You work for a franchise. So you kind of got to watch certain things. Like you can't like, you know, like Michael K isn't out there obliterating the team. But he's saying what he's saying what others won't say. But he's doing it in a cleaner way as opposed to say me or Brent and Dave or all the other sports cast buddies of mine when the Yankees are discussed. We say it from the heart and how we want to say it, and yeah, there's vulgarity involved in it, but that's just how we feel at the time and and and, and emotions come into it. And when Michael K bashes the Yankees, he kind of has to do it in a corporate way where it's like, okay, I'm bashing them, but I'm not being totally um, a prick about it, but I'm doing it in a nice way. Uh, if, if, for those who listen to this, when I put out, you'll understand. It's like being a dick in a nice way. Whereas guys like me and Brent are being dicks in a dickheaded way. <laughs> and, um, you know, again, it's not like Kevin Brown was doing that here. So this is where I feel bad for him. I feel bad for the Oriole fan base. It's almost like you can't speak ill of the Orioles. And then if you speak about how good they are, you get censored for that as well, apparently, according to Aaron at Brutally Honest. I guess he's being censored for, for speaking positive about the Orioles. I don't know why. I'm sure he just made a joke of it, but... um. But MLB does have to do something here. I understand, 
again, I understand every team has their little thing when it comes to their announced team where, hey, I know we suck, but can you not like totally bash the team? Like, I don't know how an Oakland A's broadcast gets to a game when there's like three people in the stands. I don't get how, you know, I don't get how these smaller market teams that aren't that good, I don't get how you don't talk about that. Because if because if I was a broadcast announcer for the Oakland Athletics, there is no way you think I'm not bashing this franchise for the mediocrity and below mediocrity that it's been since the movie fucking Moneyball. Okay? That's how bad they've been for that long. Okay? And if you and if I was in Kevin Brown's shoes. And this is what I would do. I'm not saying this is what Kevin Brown should do. This is what I would do. When they decide to unsuspend me. Now, of course, I have to make sure all my ducks are in a row. You know, I have some money to live off of for the time being. Um, I'd be like, you know what, John Piangelos? Go fuck yourself. I'm not broadcasting for you. Because I didn't do nothing wrong that warranted me losing money every day that I should have been calling a game, doing something that I love to do. So go fuck yourself. There's 20 plus other MLB teams that would be dying to have me. I'll go work for one of them. Because at least with them, I don't have to be censored. I don't have to watch what I say. And that's what I feel it would be like if he in fact decided to continue to call Oriole games. He it's almost like he'd have to watch what he what he says and is that going to make for an entertaining announce a, a, you know an announcing session for a baseball game? No, it's not. Cuz I wouldn't want to listen to somebody where you know they're being coached and scripted and having to walk around eggshells cuz they're worried about the next thing that being said this little fucking napoleon bonaparte prick is going to be fucking screaming down my throat i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to do that not at all not in the slightest and and this is and this is why this is such a fucking joke and this is why i understand why orioles fans bash management this is this is what I understand. This is why now I understand why they say the things they say on social media. I now I now get it. I now get it because now you've you you've taken what has been so far. Let's say what it is. It's been a Cinderella year for the for the Orioles. Okay, and it didn't start out like that, but it's become that. It's become that to such a point that that there are people out there that think that this team, if if the you know you know if the success that that keeps happening keeps going, that they could be a World Series contender. Now I think maybe people are getting ahead of themselves, but for the sake of a debate, that's fine. And if it happens, great. But here's the thing: you've taken that. And of putting that on the back burner for your own selfishness to to protect an image that didn't need to be protected. Because we know what the Orioles image has been. It's been in front of us for over a decade is that they weren't that good.
that they didn't spend money, that they didn't bring in guys they should have. They were afraid to call up guys they should have called up. But through all that, they got the guys that they needed that have panned out so far. But you took this one night, this one thing, and made it bigger than what it ever needed to be. Because the guy, again, he said nothing racial. He said nothing to offend anybody. He said nothing to piss anybody off other than John P. Angelos for speaking the truth that the Orioles are not that good against the Rays. If you find that offensive, you are one of the world's biggest fucking pansies I've ever met. And John P. Angelos, you are in that category. You are a sensitive ass bitch. That's what you are. You are a no-ball-having pussy. That's what you are. You are butthurt for a comment based on actual statistical fact. I don't get it. You took what, was a, what, what, was, what has become a Cinderella year for the Orioles. A team that everybody had in the cellar again. Right? I'll admit it. I didn't think the, I didn't think we'd be talking about Orioles baseball in August and them being in first place and seeing Brent put out polls that you know, are the Orioles for real? Are they a serious contender or a serious pretender? Did anybody think during spring training we would be discussing this? Did anybody think that when did anybody think Last night was going to happen? No. But it did. And now we've got no choice but to discuss it. You know, if you think sports podcasts are the only one discussing it and bashing this, no. Because the bash-a-thon began last night. As soon as this video came out, as soon as the announcement came out that this man, Kevin Brown, was suspended, the bashing began. And the support for him began, and rightfully so. Now, there's some people who are going to say, well, you know, he shouldn't have said what he said. And to, to, to those people, I say, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Because he didn't say anything false. He didn't say anything offensive. He didn't slip up and drop the N-bomb. Like that other fucking nozzle did in Oakland when they were playing Kansas City. Right? So what warrants him being removed from TV? Other than the fact that you have an owner that has a Napoleon complex. Where you can't make him look bad. That's what it really came down to. It's almost like talking about them winning and then being bad against one team is the end-all, be-all. And we've seen it in sports where these, these teams, are, depending, on what the, depending on which team it is and which sport it is, they're great against everybody else, but they can't seem to beat this one team. You know, it's like in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes can slay every team on the schedule, but play against Cincinnati, and he can't beat Joe Burrow. 
But are guys like Tony Romo who orgasms at fucking Patrick Mahomes getting kicked off of CBS? No. Or when it's a Sunday night Bengals-Chiefs game, Chris Collinsworth who goes through six boxes of fucking tissues when he continuously creams over Mahomes, is he being suspended for, for, you know, for, you know, for saying things? No. So why is Kevin Brown suspended? Why? You know that fucking little douche John P. Angelos isn't going to come out and say anything. He's not going to give you a reason, and you know why? Because he's going to act like the rich, entitled fuck that he is. That's why. And he's like, I don't have to speak to you. Kiss the rings, bitch. That's how he's going to act. But with that being said, I figured I'd pop on. i give my take on it. I hope Orioles fans do appreciate that a Yankee fan um, is taking a stand with your announcer. Um, because this is, this is bigger than a rivalry. This is bigger than baseball now. Um, it should never have gotten to this point. It should have never happened, but it did. And now we, within the sports podcast community, the sports media, um, and everybody else now will make John P. Angelo's pay. Um, but with that being said, as always, um, I like to thank everybody who follows and retweets. I also like to thank everybody who, who so far has checked out the newest edition of Steel and Teal down the rabbit hole again. Um, if you haven't checked it out, you definitely do because um, a lot is discussed. The NFL Top 100. Um, why is Chris Sims doing quarterback rankings when he wasn't that great of a quarterback himself? Um, how delusional is Chris Sims to think that Zach Wilson is really a number one quarterback in the league? Um, stop taking Ayuska with Aaron Rodgers, please. Thank you. Um, make sure you check that out. I'm also glad to announce that in the coming weeks, there will be a new show coming out. Uh, me and E-Man himself from Average Joe Sports are going to do a monthly uh, sports and cigar show called Sports and Stogies, where we'll talk sports while enjoying a nice cigar and discussing what cigar we're smoking. Uh, that will be coming in the next few weeks as he's working on the format for it and everything. Um, so obviously a huge shout out to, to, to my man over at Average Joe Sports. Uh, make sure you check him out on all platforms. Definitely check out Brent and Dave at 1420 Sports. Um, Brent's probably working on 60,000 shows right now as I'm finishing recording. Uh, check out uh, Garrett and Jalen over at Two Dudes with Sports News as well as Garrett's solo project, Is This a Bad Take? As well as our project, Steel and Teal Talk. Um, I think we're like eight episodes in already. So if you haven't listened, make sure you go check them all out now. Like right now as I'm ending this. Um, definitely check out Nate's Daily Wagers if you're into sports betting. And make sure also that you bet responsibly. You don't be like the Iowa State kids and do it underage under your mommy's accounts. Okay. Uh, and check out the You Bet Smart Sports Podcast. Uh, also check out the BSing Sports Podcast. As well, definitely check out Where's Home Sports Podcast. Level the playing field. Uh, if you're into pro wrestling, check out John Wrestling Fans Insight, as well as Bray Wyatt uh, Fan on uh, Twitter is his handle, Austin Boyer at, over at Wrestling World. Um, Garrett sent me a list, and I didn't even write it down because I really wasn't expecting to do one this morning.
I really wasn't. Um, I was kind of just going to come to work and just do my thing. And then the Kevin Brown thing happened. So I said, fuck it. I got to jump on this. Uh, I will write down the list because there's so many others that do support the podcasts as far as myself and Garrett and everybody else that we shout out. Uh, speaking of which, make sure you um, check out Visit Vegas Places with Coil. Um, from what I've said, from the clips I've heard, because I try to catch it here and there. Um, it, it, he goes through everything as far as what you can do in Vegas, I guess, minus the sports betting, <laughs> but to all the other podcasts that, that listen, follow and retweet, you guys know who you are. Um, you know, also make sure, you know, listen, if you don't like a podcast, like Garrett says, don't leave a negative review, treat it like a bad date. It's not you. It's me. Or it's me, it's not you, whatever it is. Um, you know, you took the time to listen, and it's time you're not getting back. So, um, again, with that being said, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hashtag free Kevin Brown. Fuck John P. Angelos. Uh, Orioles fans, I stand with you on that. I'm sure other uh, Yankees fans will stand with you as well. At least I would hope so if they have any class. Uh, with that being said, stay safe and as always, peace.